I am Ryan Alvarez, and this is Analyzing Alvarez. Welcome, everybody, to episode one, numero uno of Analyzing Alvarez. I am Ryan Alvarez. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan V. Alvarez. And we're here with the Survivor Series special episode. We're going to be previewing and doing predictions for WWE Survivor Series 2015. But before that, I want to talk about two more things. We're talking about Kalisto. Kalisto, one half of the Lucha Dragons. He needs a new gimmick. This man needs a new gimmick, and I have one. It is 100% foolproof. He will get over. He will be in the main event. That's coming up very, very shortly. And then we will be doing a WWE NXT review for this week. November 18th, they had an episode this past Wednesday, November 18th. I just said that. We're going to be reviewing that, which featured the main event. Alexa Bliss challenging women's champion. Miss Overrated herself, Bailey. So, we have a three-segment show tonight. So... And then, of course, we'll cap it off with Survivor Series predictions. Again, at Ryan V. Alvarez on Twitter. Analyzing Alvarez.wordpress.com is a website. Find episodes, find written content, find all of that stuff on Analyzing Alvarez.wordpress.com. So, let's begin. First up, as I just said, Kalisto, he needs a new gimmick. This man needs a new gimmick. He needs to be in the main event. WWE, they are always, since Rey Mysterio, you know, he dissolved into almost nothing in WWE. WWE has been looking and searching and hoping for their next Hispanic, Latino, Mexican, whatever you want to call them, star. They want to bring in that big old market of Mexico. So, Kalisto. He needs a new gimmick, alright? Because right now, he doesn't really have a gimmick. He's just a flying luchador. That's about it, alright? But I have found a gimmick. Now, okay. This is not really a new gimmick. It was a rumored gimmick for Kalisto before he made his debut. But we're bringing it back because it will get him in the main event, okay? We are going to turn Kalisto into a gay, gay, excuse me, a gay hairdresser, or hairstylist, okay? Now, this is, you can't just add this gimmick to just, you can't go from a luchador to a gay hairstylist just overnight. So, you listening right now you need to acquire some basic algebra skills you need you need to do basic algebra basic math 
okay dealing with variables because we're gonna be moving all kinds of things around to balance this and get our variable which is going to give Callisto his new gimmick okay now how are we gonna turn Callisto who seemingly supposedly um, is portrayed actually as a straight character how are we gonna turn a straight guy into a gay guy how are we gonna do that he can't just switch characters like that so what we have to do what we have to do is get the actual gay guy in WWE aka Darren Young we need to bring him into our little math equation okay so there's another detail which adds on another another I don't know I, I'm forgetting the words I'm terrible at math the additional something for the equation okay the additional thing the additional detail is he's when he first debuts this new character he needs to you know he can't just come out of course when he comes out he he can you know be all flashy and people will think he's gay so we got the gay thing covered but we need hairstylist and he can't just come out with scissors okay he can't just be that we need him cutting people's hair or styling people's hair in the ring now we can't just do it nobody could be talking during it okay nobody could be talking but they need music now I said we need to completely erase the luchador gimmick from this new gimmick we can't have him be, being a luchador anymore alright you, you gotta commit you gotta take that out of there okay and we'll get back to that we need to put that gimmick onto somebody else alright we need to put that gimmick onto somebody else alright but right now Kalisto what's going to be playing throughout him styling people's hair in the ring now we're going to air these segments in full it's gonna take up one whole segment from the end of commercial break to the beginning of the next one it needs to take up one whole segment and while he's cutting people's hair he needs to be playing um, on a loop a fraction of Baron Corbin Baron Corbin excuse me Baron Corbin's theme song because why the fuck not we need to get this guy over alright and WWE is high on Baron Corbin right now so just take some of his theme song and put it onto Kalisto so it will be like this Hola, ¿cómo estás? 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 Now, back to our math equation. What we so we have Baron Corbin we have Darren Young and we have Kalisto. Now Darren Young is currently in a tag team with Darren, not Darren Young, Titus O'Neil. So we need to add him. So our new mathematical algebraic, is that how you say it? Algebraic equation is Darren Young plus Kalisto 
x because that's the variable we have to get Callisto isolated equals Titus O'Neill plus Baron Corbin now what we have to do is we have to balance this all alright so Callisto he's got some of Baron Corbin's gimmick got some of Darren Young's gimmick Titus O'Neill is in there because of Darren Young so we need to balance all of this out okay so stick with me here again this is you guys should be following along this is basic algebra skills here this is this is why they taught you math so you know I I'm 100% sure that when you were in school and you were in your math class your teacher said one day you're going to be listening to Ryan Alvarez's podcast about wrestling is going to bring up math. You need to know this so you can keep up. That's exactly what he told you. It wasn't a woman teacher. It wasn't a female. It was a male teacher. He told you that. So we have Darren Young plus Callisto X equals Titus O'Neil plus Baron Corbin. Alright. So. What we need to do. Is we need... What we need to do is combine like terms on one side. Titus O'Neil plus Baron Corbin. Okay. Baron Corbin, he had some of his gimmick taken out, and Titus O'Neil is there for particularly no reason. So they're kind of equal. So they're kind of the same, um, um, I don't, I don't know what you call it, the same factors. So they could be combined. Alright. So they combined. And we get Titus O'Neil because Titus O'Neil does look far bigger and he weighs more, I believe. So if you subtract or add, whatever you want to do, you get Titus O'Neil. Okay? He's a superior one between those two. So you have Titus O'Neil. Baron Corbin is eliminated from this um from this equation now. He has acquired Titus O'Neil's gimmick. Okay, so now Baron Corbin will come out on to his match with, um, who is it? Is it Apollo Crews at TakeOver London? And he's going to be doing that gimmick because we gave him that gimmick, all right? So now we have Darren Young plus Kalisto X equals Titus O'Neil, okay? Now we're continuing with this basic algebra. We already eliminated Baron Corman, so we're doing good. Now, Darren Young currently has no gimmick he's not he he needs something so what we're going to do is we're going to subtract him from both sides so he's gone from the Callisto X side we kind of move him over to the Titus O'Neil side but we realize Darren Young has no beneficial factors or qualities um, in him so, he's gone. Darren Young, he's gone from the company. We straight steal his actual sexuality, make it a gimmick, and we fire him after that. So, we do that. So now the new equation is Callisto X equals Titus O'Neil. Now, you may be questioning, Ryan, how are we going to do this? What's happening? What are you doing now? How are you going to finish this? Now, as I said, because Titus O'Neil is practically in here uh, for no reason. So, Callisto has now 
gotten Darren Young's real-life sexuality, made it into his gimmick, and he's also got some of Baron Corbin's song kind of stealing his gimmick, so he has both of those. Okay. Now, Titus O'Neil, we need to give Titus O'Neil something. So, what we're going to do, remember, Kalisto has that X on him. So, we have to get X isolated. So, we divide both sides by Kalisto, and what do you get? We have X equals Titus O'Neil. What does that mean? Kalisto still has Baron Corbin's theme song, and he still has, has Darren Young's gimmick, right? But now, Titus O'Neil now has Kalisto's old gimmick of a luchador. So now, Titus O'Neil, this coming Raw, he's going to come out in Kalisto's full gear, and he's going to be jumping around the ring, doing luchador, you know, luchador moves and such. He's going to have that gimmick. We did all this to give Kalisto that hairstyler's gimmick. Then he shoots up to the main event. He wins the World Heavyweight Championship, fights wh whomever at WrestleMania 32, and instantly goes into the Hall of Fame. I don't... It's basic algebra. It's basic algebra. You cannot say I'm wrong. It's basic algebra. But we're going to take a quick break because I am just... I'm so happy with myself. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go, you know, have a drink. I'm going to go get something to eat. And then I'll be back with segment two for the WWE NXT review for November 18th, 2015. We'll be right back. Are you ready? No! I said, are you ready? generation and the next generation has arrived NXT this week started with Carmella versus Nia Jax um, I will say, I don't have too many comments to make about this match. It was decent for what it was, and what it was was a squash match. That's exactly what it was, but Carmella did get, you know, she did get a couple spots, got some offense. It, I like that. I really, so it wasn't like a complete burial. It wasn't a complete squash. She did get some offense, so I like that. But, you know, Nia Jax picked up the win, obviously. And that, that's about it for that match. You're, I don't know what, what, I want, what you want me to tell you. It wasn't that good. It wasn't very good at all. It was just a basic squash match. Um, but I will tell you about something that was good. Right after that, we had um, a backstage segment. No interview. It was just them talking directly into the camera, and I love this about NXT, they look right into the camera, it's, it's great, but we had Alexa Bliss 
you know, obviously with Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy. And uh, she was talking about her match coming up tonight. And it was, it was very, very impressive. I, I really, I didn't know Alexa had that in her. I really didn't. Um, you should go out of your way. Go on NXT and watch, watch that little promo. That was, it was very impressive. That's one of the best things Alexa's done. She has, when she turned heel, she just, she clicked, man. She, I even liked her when she was a face, but when she heals, when she's heel, I like her so much more. She knows how to com be a complete bitch. And it's amazing. And she's a hot bitch. Hey, hey. Alexa Bliss, way hotter than Sasha Banks. Way, uh, light years hotter than Charlotte. Light years hotter than Bailey. Alexa Bliss, she's good. She's very good. But, you know, in that promo we learned... We had a referee awkwardly come into the shot and everything. He's like, um, William Regal, he said that Blake and Murphy, they're banned from ringside in your women's championship match tonight. And then, here's another thing that I like. Alexa Bliss, she owns Blake and Murphy. She completely owns them. I, I really like this. Um, right after, you know, Blake and Murphy learn that they'll be banned, you know, they start yelling, you know, you're just... What are you talking about? You know, you know what I'm talking about. So they start doing that, and then just Alexa doesn't even say a word. She just puts her hands up, and then they just shut up. I, you know that she, it's just a small little thing, and I've seen it in wrestling before, but just things like that. When people pay attention to things like that, that makes wrestling so great. Just the little things, like. Just, she has that character down so well. She could have easily just like, you know, just like yelled shut up or something. But she didn't. She just, the role that she plays is that she controls them. She is the leader. Okay, she is, she's the architect. Okay, Seth Rollins is out for six to nine months. Okay, we're going to steal his nickname. All right. She is the architect a Banff factor, okay, or or is it just Banff? She uh, let, let me redo this. She is the architect of Banff, and that showed in just that small little motion. She just put her upper hands, and they shut up. Just great. I I like that so much. Just a small. That's how you know, William Bringle. William Regal is, is like coaching these people, because he he is very into details, and then just just the hands, it just it adds so much to her character. She owns them. She doesn't even have to say a word, and she knows how to make them do whatever she wants without saying one little word, without opening her mouth. She knows, and that's great. Just got that to a T. Um. Do, do we have a match up next? And they were building this. We've been building this. Um, the Ascension. We're coming back to NXT. Well, not are coming. They came back. Pa past tense. Versus Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Fuck. Fuck me. And, and people, people were telling me. 
people have been telling me, especially in real life, because I have a couple of people who um, watch wrestling in real life and I talk about. And a couple of days ago, I, I was talking about because I watched this on Wednesday, and I was just telling them about this match. As my my friends like, man, you're just riding that bandwagon, aren't you? You just saw Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, and you're like, I like this team just because everybody else's. And, and I told him, I told him, did I not? Back, I don't, I don't know how many months ago, but I said back something something. When I first started watching NXT on a weekly basis, and I saw Jason Jordan doing job, jobs, to like I, I don't know, I don't, I don't remember. It was basically just a jobber. Did I not come and tell you that he has something and I like him, that he has potential? And then my friend was like, yeah, I guess you did, yeah. But that doesn't really count. You haven't been talking about him that much since. And then I cut him off. I cut him off when he said that, all right? And I said, because they haven't been doing anything with Jason Jordan at all. And then he's like, oh, oh. And I'm like, yeah. And then they paired him up with this fucking new god of NXT, Chad Gable, the next Kurt Angle. And now they're doing phenomenal shit. So I was a fan of Jason Jordan back in the fucking the, the lowest of the lows point of his career when he was a jobber. I was a fan of him then, and Chad Gable just came in. I'm a fan of him. Thus, I'm a fan of both of them. So thus, I said thus twice. Actually, in real life. Yeah, I, I said th thus twice. Thus, I'm a fan of both of them. And not a bandwagoner. And then he, and then he moved on and he started talking about the uh, the main event of the show. Um, but as for the match, this match was it was pretty good, man. It was it was pretty good. Um, the ascension worked a lot faster than I'm used to seeing them work, and it was kind of entertaining. I think they should work every match like that. Um, or maybe it was just the crowd because they're so hot for the ascension because you know they are NXT homegrowns and everything. I don't know what it was, but I really enjoyed the ascension here. And it was different because the crowd was really hot for the ascension when they were their full-time NXT tag champs and everything. But I didn't enjoy them then, and I don't enjoy them on the main roster, but I enjoyed them in this match. And maybe it is a style because, as I said, the crowd was, they were over when they were NXT tag team champions. But I didn't enjoy their work, but now I do. And the crowd is, I don't know if they were hotter or, I don't know what it was. But this match, I really liked the Ascension. And of course, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable were fucking amazing. Um, they worked so well. And, and I love. NXT, the crowd, does a lot of stupid chants to get themselves over. But one thing I absolutely love is when these two guys are in the ring... And they're either chanting, Gable, Jordan, Gable, Jordan, Gable, Jordan, Gable, Jordan. I like that. And in this match specifically, I think they were going, um, I forgot what they were doing. They were going like... Yeah, yeah, Jordan, yeah, yeah, Jordan, 
Yeah, yeah. Jordan. That, I think, might be one of my favorite chants of all time. Because, you know, the... And I think it's funny because people um, are comparing Chad Gable to Kurt Angle. And, you know, by the chant and everything, just and how he works and how he's an amateur wrestler turned into pro wrestler. But I find it funny because they're doing it for Jason Jordan, too. And he's the one who's pulling down the straps for Kurt Angle and all that. So, it just, I'm, I'm going to get closer. You, WWE has the potential and the chance of having not only one new Kurt Angle, but two. Mind blown. <laughs> so, they have this, um, in Dario Huerta's words, they have the unique opportunity to have new two new Kurt Angles. So, they have this opportunity. You just know that, you know, WWE's gonna fuck it up. Uh, but yeah, after this match, this match was, it was pretty entertaining. I, I, I really liked it. I, I have to be honest, I really liked it. Again, I, something about this match made me like the Ascension. And then Jason Jordan and Chad Gable, I always enjoy them. So this match was just good, and they got some time. Um, and of course, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable won. Um, I really hope this doesn't turn into an Enzo and Cass situation, where um, they started getting hot, and then it looked like they were going to put the tag team titles onto them, and then they didn't, and then people were thinking, oh, it's just a slow burn in NXT, they'll get it eventually. And then they put the fucking belts on Dash and Dawson. And Enzo and Kaz don't even get it. I I really hope not. I hope Gable and Jordan get the titles at just the right time. Um, yeah, just Jason Jordan and Chad Gable, man, are fucking amazing. Um, then we had a second of three women's matches on the show. We had Emma versus Mary Kate. Um, alright. I think I'm gonna do this match in about 30 seconds, alright? Three, two, one. Okay, so we had Emma coming in, and I just noticed that we have about, like, a new theme song. I really like it. It was like a remix of her own, which they like to do with, like, when they turn heel and stuff. They do it for Alexa Bliss and all that. They did that. I kind of like that theme song. Mary Kate, I have no idea who she is. Uh, I saw people on Twitter, they seem to like her and everything. I don't really, I didn't see much. I don't, I don't really care for her. We had Emma just like basically beat her down. Um, the other girl got some offense a little bit, but Emma won. 30 seconds. Boom. Pow. You, you want to know why? Because I really didn't care about this match. I was kind of yawning during this. And then I just yawned some more during this next match. Holy shit. Um... Dash and Dawson versus Corey Hollins. Hollies or Hollins, I don't know. Hollis? Hollies? I don't know. And John Skylar. Th these are the new tech. I don't. I don't know what world I was living in when Dash and Dawson started getting, like, momentum. It seems like they just got those titles out of nowhere. I, I don't know. But, I don't know. 
the VOD villains had them before that. Just they should just kept the titles on. Who did they have them on? They had them on um. Who? God damn! Who did they have them on? Who did the VOD villains beat for the titles? Was it the Lucha Dragons? Alright, we're gonna do a little bit of live, but not so live. Searching, okay. NXT Tag Team Championship. Who the fuck had the titles before them? I, re I remember it was a pre-over team, I think. Um, Alright, it's loading right now. Okay, alright. Oh, 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 Blake and Murphy. I don't know why I forgot about that. I really don't, because I enjoyed their tag team ring. Um, but yeah, see, Blake and Murphy were good tag team champions, and then the VOD villains were, ugh. And then now these, like, what do they call them? Like, these aren't the m mechanic guys, right? Um, I don't know. NXT just has a few tag teams that just, like, aren't over at all, and these Dash and Dawson guys are, are one of them. So I don't know what they're doing. And this match, I I really didn't care. I was like dozing off. I, I literally was. Truly. I was dozing off a little bit. Um, Dash and Dawson, this is our first match with the tag, the tag team as tag team champions. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Just, I, I might say this was the worst match on the show. Either that or the um, Nia Jax versus um, Carmella one. Um, then we had the main event. We had NXT Women's Championship match. Bailey defending against Alexa Bliss. First off, Bailey, she's so overrated. So, like, she's good, but not as good as everybody's saying. She doesn't blow my mind. Um, neither does Charlotte. Um, Sasha Banks is very close to doing that. Her and Becky Lynch and Natalia, I think, are the best in the company right now. Bailey, I don't know. There's a reason why she's still in NXT. I'll just keep it at that. There's a reason why she's still in NXT. And there's a reason why it took her about like two months to, not two months, two years to win the Women's Championship. Um, she just overrated me. She's not that. But don't you, don't come to me. Don't tweet me. By the way, at Ryan V. Alvarez and tell me you know you fucking suck because I do think she's good, but not that good that people are telling me she is. Um, but yeah, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Um. It was it was a decent match. Not not too much to note. Not too much to talk about. Alexa Bliss's heel work was was fucking crazy. She was like stomping on on uh, Bailey's head, just literally just like standing on her. She was just like working the crowd. So Alexa was great here, character wise. The in ring match wasn't all that good. They got less than like ten minutes and stuff. It it wasn't meant to be like one of these epic women's matches that they promote. Um, so, this was, it was just a nice, good match. Good match for like a regular NXT TV episode. I have no complaints with it. It, it was a decent match. Um, again, Alexa Bliss, her heel work, amazing. 
And I'm not going to deny it. <coughs> Excuse me. Bailey, um, she's fucking over. She's over as fuck. Uh, the crowd loves her. Um, and I, I like the character and everything. When I hear the music and I see her, like, running around and stuff, to be honest, it, it puts a smile on my face. It's just, the only negative about Bailey, again, is I don't think she's as good as people say she is. But she's good. Um, but yeah. Bailey won that match, obviously. And it was kind of an abrupt ending. It was this, it seemed like they were just like in the middle of the match or something. And out of nowhere, Bailey just came out with a belly to Bailey and then won the match. It was kind of abrupt. Um, it, was, it was a little shocking because it just came out of nowhere. It really did. It came like an RKO. It just came out of nowhere. Um, Bailey picked up the win and she's celebrating, celebrating everything. And then Eva Marie's music hits. And then she walks out. And then she, try, she tries saying something. The fans boo her. And this goes on for about, like, I want to say, like, two minutes. Like, literally, actually, two minutes. Uh, she's trying to talk. They just wouldn't let her. And, um, I could, I could see what they were doing. Like, well, trying to do. They were trying to have Eva Marie come out and say, you know what, next week you're defending your title against me. And then Bailey is supposed to be, like, a little bit concerned and everything. But, like, the crowd wouldn't let her talk, so Bailey would have to, like, she can't just, like, stand there and look, like, concerned for, like, five minutes straight. So she, like, put her ear to her and stuff. And she, you know, she tried so much to not laugh and everything. Um, bottom line, even Marie came out and she's like, Oh, you have an NXT Women's Championship match versus me. And even Marie walked out of the ring and then the show ended. Um, so yeah. Eva Marie, Eva Marie, versus Bailey, shit, um, so we have, on one side, the person I think is highly overrated, and then the other, Eva Marie, all read everything, the girl who I think is very underrated, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, what if, what if I say Bailey is overrated, and I say Eva Marie is underrated, that would be hilarious, but we have that match coming up next, next week, and then also next week we have the Vaudevillains getting their rematch against Dash and um, Dash and Dawson. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah, we also have don't we have like the contract signing for um, Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor? So next week's show looks to be a good one, an interesting one. I, I moved it because you know. We do have Vaude Villains versus Dash and Dawson, and we also have Eva Marie versus Bailey. But we get to see Finn Balor, Balor and Samoa Joe, so that's a good thing. Uh, and yeah, that was about it for NXT. And we're here back with analyzing Alvarez. Um, segment three, segment three, people, the final segment of the show. We have WWE Survivor Series 2015. Tonight. Tonight, people. 25 years of The Undertaker. And if you know me, if you know me, my favorite wrestler of all time is The Undertaker. So you know I'm going to be enjoying tonight's. But we have a match card. 
to predict. So let's not waste any more time. Let's do this, people. Segment 3, Survivor Series 2015 Predictions. Um, we have a semifinals a final match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Roman Reigns, Alberto Del Rio, who is the United States Champion. Okay, Roman Reigns versus Alberto Del Rio. Do I really need, need to talk about this in depth? Roman Reigns is winning. It's, it's clear. It's clear, people. I don't really need to talk about this one all too much. Then we have the other semifinal match. Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose. This one is actually pretty hard because I like both of these guys. I like Dean Ambrose. I like Kevin Owens. They're, they're fucking great. They're amazing. Um, but when I'm doing predictions, I, I want to be as realistic as possible. I do want Kevin Owens to win the match. I really do. So, you know, you could put him in a pay-per-view main event match for the World Heavyweight Championship. I would really love that. I would love that so much. And also because how are you going to have two of your mid-card champions lose like that in both matches? So, Kevin Owens would be awesome to win. But I think it's Dean Ambrose. I think it's pretty obvious they're going to have Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose in the finals. So that's what's going to happen. Dean Ambrose is going to win this match. Um, we have Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze. I, I got to give it to the babyface. You wonder why? Because I, was, I have not been paying attention to this storyline at all. Like, at all. I don't know what has been happening. I know Summer Rae's involved. And that's about it. Um, I know that these two should be in the uh, Survivor Series Elimination Tag Team match and not have their own match. Um, so yeah, I I'll give Dolph Ziggler um, the win here. Charlotte defending her WWE Divas Championship against Paige. Um... The question for this match is not that does Charlotte have what, what it takes to beat Paige, but whether or not Reed had much fight left in him, or fight in him. I, don't, I, don't, I try to make a controversial you know, joke or something that's very relevant to what was said last Monday, but I, I, I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Um, Charlotte is going to win. Uh, I don't want her to win because I don't like Charlotte. I'm actually anti-Charlotte. Um, but yeah, Charlotte wins. And then we have the Brothers of Destruction, The Undertaker and Kane, versus the Wyatt family. They're going to pick two out of the four between Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, and Braun Strowman. Um, this is the match that I don't understand. So, a couple weeks ago, Kane and Undertaker came and completely just destroyed the Wyatt family by themselves. And now, here at Survivor Series, we're supposed to believe that the Brothers of Destruction, um, it's, it's a possibility for them to lose against just two of them. I don't understand that whatsoever. Um, 
but it's WWE, so the Wyatt family is most likely going to win this match. Most likely. And I'll give a prediction for who out of the four is going to compete. I'll say Luke Harper and Braun Strowman. Because fuck Eric Rowan and Bray Wyatt, I, I don't know. I, I think he'll just be like, oh no, man. I, I'm sitting here. Um, I'm, in, I'm in my own world. I'm in my own world. Here at Survivor Series. But Undertaker, <laughs> Undertaker, will you survive the Wyatt family? Then we have the finals of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Which, prediction, Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. Whew. And between those two, who am I going to pick? Um, uh, oh, 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 shit. Um, um, Hey, Bray Wyatt, hey, hey, I you're sitting right there. Who who do you pick to win? Oh man, you know, in my mind, I wanna say Dean Ambrose, the lunatic, I faced him. I faced him in multiple matches. I saw him take a TV to the face. But man, that Roman Reigns, man, you don't know what he's capable of, man. I faced him in the Hell in a Cell, man. He put me through the table, and he beat me. One, two, three. Now, who do I want to win? I want Dean Ambrose to win, because he's a bad guy, and I'm a bad guy. And even though I don't like him, we are both bad men just trying to survive in this world. I want him to win. But I think Sister Abigail be telling me. She told me once, if you bet against the Samoan, you will hit rock bottom. So my pick is Roman Reigns, man. Roman Reigns is going to win this, man. He's going to win. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship, man. Yeah, man. He's gonna win this. He's gonna win. <laughs> then we have TBD versus TBD in a five-on-five -five traditional tag team elimination tag team match. Um, I think I say elimination or tag team match twice. So I'll say it again. Five on five, five on five traditional Survivor Series elimination tag team match. Nobody has been announced. So I'll just get prediction on who I think will be in the match. Um, I'll say the Lucha Dragons. Alright. Um, I'll say primetime players. I'll say um, Ryback. I'll say the New Day. I'll say. Um, the other heels. Who are the other? Uh, I don't know. What do you put? Um, Rusev, uh, Sheamus, King Barrett. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah, I think that's it. 
And those are my predictions. And that about wraps it up for this episode of Analyzing Alvarez. I'm Ryan Alvarez. Go to analyzingalvarez.wordpress.com. That is our website for the episodes, for the written content, for everything. Go to the Twitter, the Twitter people, at Ryan V. Alvarez. Make sure to tune in to the next episode. And until then, I thank you for listening.